Good morning, tappers. Good morning, tapper. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Crime on Tap. Um, this one's going to be another speedy because this is summertime. We ain't got time. <laughs> yeah, we got shit to do. I was just at the fair. You know, I was petting. Mm-hmm. Petting goats and um, eating <laughs> fried food. So, um, guy, Megan is busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm booked and busy. Okay, booked and bu- it's a, a Tuesday. Megan's at the fair. <laughs> yeah, it's she a Tuesday is, during the day. <laughs> she is living up these summer days. Well, speaking of summer days, Megan, you are on a journey down here to Boston. Being, you're going to be a city girl for a couple of days. Yeah, we we are excited for your arrival. Um, the apartment is essentially spotless. Uh, there's like nothing left here. Uh, you're going to come and it's like, you're going to be touring the apartment for the first time. Cause I mean, it's going to look like there's nobody living here. Um, because there's nothing going on. It's everything's gone. Everything's moved. We're ready to go. And you got the mattress on the floor for, yep. mm-hmm, for your guests. <laughs> mm-hmm. We only offer the best here for our guests. When everybody, anybody visits the mattresses on the floor. But on, at, at, when you're sleeping on the mattress on the floor, I mean, at, it, just like you're at home, your mattress on the floor, your bed frame broke. And honestly, bed frames are so overrated these days. I agree. Do you, like, putting a, putting together a bed frame really tests a relationship. Mm. Uh, disassembling a mattress frame or a bed frame tests a relationship. Um, and removing a, a, ma- a bed frame from an apartment also tests a relationship. Because it is not fun. Moving a bed frame around, like, it's the last thing I want to do is disassemble a bed frame. And they're always bigger than the doorway, so you got to tilt <laughs> and do geometry to be able to get it through the doors. Yeah. And, yeah. So we're living our best um, single single man lifestyle. You know, like the joke, like, uh, guys in college or guys who get, get their first apartment, they have the navy sheets, no headboard. Uh, just a mattress on the floor <laughs> for their bedroom. Oh yeah, and they have a huge, enormous TV, but one chair right in front of the TV directly. <laughs> yeah, for gaming purposes. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the life the life you're going to be living here. So I hope hopefully you enjoy uh, the mattress on the floor. I mean, at least it's a king size mattress, so you got enough room to sprawl out. Mm-hmm. Um, That'll be nice. <laughs> and you got the sweet, sweet white noise from the streets of Boston. You know, you got the beep beeps and the sirens to going up all night long. Uh, it just seems like it never ends. So it'll put you right to sleep here. Mm, sounds good. You know, I feel like I get the best sleep on transportation. So to be <laughs> right next to all of that transportation noise, I feel like I'm going to sleep well. I totally forgot about that. We were on a beautiful <laughs> excursion of uh, the rolling hills of Ireland, and Megan and Alexa are just knocked out sleeping um, <laughs> on the bus. I mean, the scenery couldn't have been even any more beautiful. And you're just taking a quick, quick little snooze. I physically can't stay awake, so I, <laughs> there's nothing I could have done. <laughs> well, who's gonna be driving down tomorrow? Uh, hopefully, you, not you. It'll probably be Nick. Yeah, because I'll fall asleep. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the traffic shouldn't be too bad. So I wish you, I wish you the best in your journey down to Boston. Don't get in any accidents. Uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Uh, and that is going to an accident, so don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't park in the street. Well, that's going to be a little difficult. It's about all we got here, so. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a street parking only. Um, but a little update on my car situation here, Megan. Um, I had a little run-in with a Progressive today. 
Um, I'm getting sick and tired of my rep not responding. It's been a week plus since I've heard from a representative from Progressive handling my claim. Um, I sent a follow-up email because I haven't heard from him in seven days. So I said, hey, Alan, it's been seven days I haven't heard from you. What's the update? Um, and nothing. Just doesn't respond. Doesn't 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 help. Doesn't assist. Doesn't want to respond in any so, way. Anyway, doesn't want to. So I had to uh, make a little call today to Progressive, and I talked to this woman. Well, I didn't even talk to her. I used the chat feature on the online, and I talked to this lady named Jennifer. Um, if her name's actually Jennifer, good for her. Um, and I said, <laughs> uh, "Can you help me? I have uh, been ghosted by my rep. He is not getting back to me. I have no update." Uh, logistically speaking, he handled this claim uh, terribly. Um, he's useless. And I, I said all this in a chat. And within three minutes, Miss Jennifer said that she had contacted Alan and that he had responded and will be reaching out to me shortly. <laughs> Ooh. So I have the timestamps and everything. She, uh, I talked to her at 7.44. By 7.49, uh, I had a phone call from Alan. And I said to Jennifer, I requested only to be contacted by email. So then she said, oh, let, I'll let him know. He, he can only contact you by email. Um, not five minutes later, I had an email from Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I get maybe Jennifer was like, she was cracking the whip back there or yeah. something. So I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what power she had, but I want her to be my representative during this claim. And Alan got back to me, but answered none of my questions. Um, I've realized that. It's not just Alan, but men in general can only handle one question at a time. One at a time <laughs> for these men. Uh, so I asked about three questions. I got the response to one. So then I had to ask my other question. You know, I realized, oh, one at a time here. I'm overwhelming Alan. This is a lot for him to handle. Simple questions. So <laughs> I'm, I'm on the track of one question at a time for Alan. <laughs> okay. All right. So you just, you send all the questions. He answers one, you send them all again. He answers one of them. He'll yeah. answer the next one. And then, yeah. And then you yeah. just rinse and repeat. <laughs> so slowly, slowly, but surely I'm getting the responses uh, to my questions. I mean, I'm realizing uh, you got to have your own back in every situation. Uh, you need to be your own, uh, your own rep in these situations. No one's looking out for you. No one has their be your best interest. Uh, but you, you really got to like, I understand being a Karen now and I don't mean be <laughs> a Karen in the worst way, you know, like when you're obviously in the wrong and you're just causing a fuss to be a Karen, I'm talking about being a Karen, a follow-up Karen. There needs to be a redefining of this term, a follow-up Karen, because mm -hmm. you really got to have your own interests. Uh, you're, I don't know what the what phrase is, but you really got to be watching out for your own self in these situations because nobody's watching <laughs> your back. Yeah, if if you just like, oh, get to it when you can, they're never going to get to it. Right. You need to follow up, follow up, follow up. You need to annoy them to the point where they finally respond. Because I sat here for a week with no answers until I started being a fucking follow-up Karen. Did I get a fucking answer? So now I know what's mm -hmm. going on. You know, so sorry <laughs> I have to act this way. But if I don't, then I don't get the fucking response. So it is what it is. You fucking chose this mm -hmm. life, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man alan messing with the wrong man i'm yeah. telling you so the auto body shop where my car is currently stationed at um sent me a sweet little text message uh last week saying my car was going to be done yesterday monday monday this week um 
So I'm like, cool. So I told my boss I'm not going to work because my car is going to be ready. So it's over like 11 a.m. And I, I, I'm like, they haven't contacted me. I don't know if the car is ready, whatever. So I call Megan. I swear. I thought I was talking to a 12 year old girl. This, this woman, girl, she had to be so young. Her voice was so high pitched. Sound like a child. I thought I was speaking to a little child. Um, I was like, hi, I got this text message. I was wondering if my car was ready. Um, it said my car was going to be ready on Monday. And she said, hi, um, let me check. What's your car? And I tell her and she says, okay, <sighs> this child had me on hold for literally 10 minutes. I had time to uh, take a wall mount off the wall, uh, sand, sand down the holes and plug it with um, uh, spackle. Uh, by the time she got back to me, I was on hold the entire time. Uh, you like, really make use of every single moment of your life. <laughs> I do. I'm like, what can I do? I'm on hold. Let's put spackle in these holes. Um, and she got back to me and she said, oh, well, the part's not in. <laughs> That's just wonderful. Why do you text me and say it's going to be ready? Then tell me the part's not in. Like, why? Why do you fucking like, why do you do that? So I said, okay, thanks for the update. Uh, when's it going to be done? She said, oh, it should be done by the end of this week. <laughs> that's that's funny. You you guys are hilarious. Why do you text that's, me? Why do you say it's going to be done Monday and then it's not the parts I'm in? That's literally the exact opposite of what they originally said. Right. The beginning of the week versus the absolute end of the week. Yeah. You know, I, I got, I got, you know, I got things to do here. I got to get to work. It's my last week of work. I'm moving to Florida. I got to donate stuff. I need my vehicle. I, I, um, you know, I try, I was trying to prove a point and I didn't take the rental car. I might be regretting that at this moment, but you know, I'm holding strong, I'm holding out on that decision. Um, I got, I got guests coming, you know, I got guests, <laughs> I got guests visiting. Um, I'm not going to have a vehicle or I might have a vehicle. Uh, we might be taking a little journey to Beverly, Massachusetts to pick up my vehicle. Um, but <laughs> that's what's going I on. I want to meet Hugo. I want to meet Hugo. Oh my God. My savior. Um, yeah, but he's, he, he's, he didn't text me. I know that. I know Hugo didn't text me. Jim texted me. I don't know who Jim is. Don't like mm-hmm. Jim. No. Bring Hugo back. Hugh, justice for Hugo. So that's the update on my claim. The total cost, um, this is what I was really going after was the appraisal value of the repairs. It cost $1,800 to fix my bumper. <laughs> oh, so, my God. now that I have that, yeah. that estimate, that appraisal, I can send it in for a third party estimate to get the diminished value. This is where it's getting spicy. This is where it's heating up. This is where Alan's going to be paying me a fat check for the value I've lost in my vehicle. Cause somebody hit me. So mm-hmm. that was my last email to Alan was, can we please start a diminished value claim? That was at um, eight a.m. this morning. Haven't heard back, so uh, I'm not expecting a, I'm not expecting a response to that one too quickly. So <laughs> you're gonna have to just call Jennifer and be like, Jennifer, can you please talk to? Anna? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got her fucking personal number because she really was handling my claim uh, um, faster than Alan ever could. <laughs> she's making it happen yeah so uh, that's my long rant that's my um my update on the insurance um i, I told us it was gonna be quick but it's never quick around here uh megan how about we get into the poor before the four 
Because even with, okay, yeah. even with the poor before the four, I got a story to talk about today. <laughs> okay, so the poor before the four, I have water because I ate so much salt at the fair, so I need to rehydrate. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough! Oh my god, I'm so quirky. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, all right. So I did a Shaw's mobile order and I was I I literally was thinking of you. I said Megan is a thirsty girl and she's gonna want a case of water here. Ice cold. She's not ready to drink no tap water. I know you would, but I wanted to have, mm-hmm. you know, craft services on deck. Oh um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me just order up a case of water. So I go on the Shaw's app and I'm uh, do my little mobile order so I can just go pick it up because I'm too lazy to go shop and do all that. So, you know, I'm sitting in my little car and I'm waiting for my order for the girly to bring it out and put it in the car. And she comes out with a case of substitution. Then I have the water I wanted. Substituted this little number. Dasani. I almost said, bring it back. Bring it back in the store. I don't want that shit. I'd rather have nothing than Dasani. Are you joking? Take it back. I don't want it. So I deeply apologize, but we will be drinking Dasani while you are in attendance um, in our residence today or this week. I just say Poland Spring is the best. Uh, well, let me tell you what. The bottle has changed. It's It feels like a Poland Springs bottle. Um. But the taste has not changed. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that happened. That's my little story. I'm drinking water. I'm hydrating the soul. Uh, but I'm drinking with Dasani. So it's a little disappointing. But I got a 24-pack. So we gotta, we're going to be drinking. We're going to be drinking on the deck late at night. Dasani. <laughs> with our Dasanis. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my little story with uh, the case of water. Uh, yep, didn't get what I wanted. It seems to be a recurring theme lately. Um, just trouble with everybody I'm going to come in contact with. So prepare to um, have issues when you're down here. It's like Boston is like really giving you a kick in the ass on the way out. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They just, they just really are really not wanting me to stay here. And it's, I mean, it's appreciated. They're just really trying to kick mm-hmm. me out of here. <laughs> it's working. It's working. But nonetheless, I have my... Sour Punch Bites. These are the best things. Um, I love these. I watch, I grab a bag of these when I watch my shows. Big Brother. Oh. I got a little bag mm-hmm. of these to munch on. So they did one thing right. They did one thing right. That's it. They got my Sour Punch Bites. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. So without further ado, Megan, I think it's time to um, um, put in, t- take it out of neutral and throw it in first gear and get it into the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't going to help you. I was going to see what you were going to come up with. <laughs> I know, I just made that up. Well, I, that, just that phrase alone is a little triggering for me with um, Carlos. So it's a little triggering. I, I can't even put my car into neutral because I don't have one. Yeah, so, ooh, ooh, sorry, ooh. sorry, sorry. Well, yeah. speaking of vehicles, um, over 100 FBI agents recently showed up to Trump's house um, and their little SWAT vehicles, uh, and did some a little detective work. Um, did you hear about that, Megan? It's all the rage right now. Oh yes, I do. It's the uh, the first thing when you go to CBS News. That's the first oh, thing. It's Trump's l- little raid. Little raid. Um, it, it, they're exaggerating a little bit. 
Even Fox News is like, it wasn't a raid. Relax. Like, it was cordial. They knocked. <laughs> they knocked. Knock, knock. FBI here. Because Trump sent out a little statement. It was like, they raided my my house. They broke into my safe. Like, you, uh, he really was acting like they fucking busted down the doors and, like, were swinging in off helicopters through the windows. <laughs> like, it wasn't <laughs> like that. Like, relax. You're being a little mm-hmm. dramatic, Trump. Um, yeah, he's trying to get people pissed. Yeah, but it was a little hot story um, that happened this week. Um, but Trump wasn't even there. He was in New York City at the time of the raid. Um, he sent out a little message saying the our nation is under attack, which I kind of agree to like some point. Yeah, it was a little bit exaggerated, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Nobody knows what's going on. No one's telling us the full story. The White House is saying that they had no idea this was, this was happening. The White House is telling us to contact the DOJ to get further details. Well, you contact the DOJ and they say, it's under investigation. We can't tell you anything. So (laughs) nobody knows what's going on. Um, But that's kind of the hot button story right now. I mean, whether you're on the side of yes, raid Trump or not, I mean, it's a hot button political issue. Um, and I think it's going to be a big swing in the uh, the elections that are coming up. Um, people are seeing now that the DOJ and the FBI and the IRS and all them just can knock down your fucking door and fucking audit you or take what they want. And uh, if they can do it to a fucking former president, they can fucking do it to anybody. So that's what makes me a little weary about this little government we got going on here. Well, yeah, apparently the reports were that they took a bunch of boxes of documents out of the house and mm-hmm. everything to probably sort through and then i also saw that biden has president biden has claimed that he didn't even know that they were gonna do that i'm like yeah i i don't know if he was like trying to be like oh i didn't know like my hands are clean <laughs> but i feel like if you're the freaking president i do feel like you should at least know okay. what's going on a little bit right because they're claiming like they have nothing to do with it the Department of Justice works under the uh, Attorney General. And then the White House is saying, well, we don't have anything to do with that, so go talk to the the Department of Justice. And it's like, okay, but you are like the chief executive of the fucking nation. Like, everybody reports to you. You know, you, I feel like you would know this is going on. But, like, I feel like Biden himself probably didn't know. But I feel like... The people probably telling him what to do and what to say, I think they knew, <laughs> you know? So I think it's justified mm-hmm. like he didn't know because I feel like he doesn't really know what's going on half the time. But I don't know. To say – like I was listening to the White House briefing with um, the press secretary and everything, and she, she came out and claimed that they didn't have any idea what was going on. So yeah. That just makes everyone look incompetent. I feel like – you shouldn't admit that. You yeah. just, like, pretend. Like, if I... You knew the whole time. <laughs> like, just what you said. Like, if I was the president and I didn't know, or I didn't get a heads up, or... Because, you know, now, the, the Department of Justice just did something, and now it's, like, falling back on the White House. It's making Biden and his administration look terrible, you know, that they're just, like, possibly going after people, going to be executing these raids on different uh, potential... Uh, people that can run against him as president, you know, to say like that you didn't know it happened is also concerning. Cause like, I feel like you should have known this happened or was going to happen. 
Right. I'm like, what else is going on that you don't know about? Right. Or vice versa. What are you doing that other people don't know about? Yeah. And conspiracy, Cons- it's all aliens and the Illuminati, <laughs> right? <laughs> so apparently back in, apparently Trump and his lawyers and attorneys have been working with the FBI and everybody back in February. And they gave him a bunch of documents already back in February that were apparently classified documents or something from his presidency that he took. And then I don't know all the details, but like there's some law from like fucking ancient times that allows presidents to like take documents when they leave the white house. But like, I don't know if they can take classified information. Like, I don't know the scope of it. So Trump probably took some shit like uh, without a doubt, he probably took some stuff. Um, Oh yeah. But apparently back in February, he was working with them giving them shit, like cooperating, like talking with them and everything. And then in June, things got a little hairy carry. Um, They stopped like not talking to them. And then I think that's what led up to this happening. Um, And apparently like, it wasn't all of a sudden, like the FBI let the state know local authorities knew this was coming. Um, But I don't believe like Trump and all them knew it was coming. I think, like, the state knew and local authorities knew. So, like, people were aware that it was going to happen. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, how it plays out. What I honestly think is happening is they're trying to nab Trump for potential knowledge of him knowing that the Capitol riots or possibly insu- insinuating them any knowledge that he knew or anything about the riots that happened on January 6th. I think they're going after other information, but if they just happen to come across documents in those boxes that talk about the January 6th riots or something, you know, and they're like, oh, well, we were looking for this, but we actually found information on the January 6th riots. So now we can get you for this. That's what I feel like Mm -hmm. they're trying to like, you know, find a loophole in the system. But I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait for the investigations to conclude. But how long was that going to take? We have no idea. Years, probably. I mean, what, January 6th was... But it was January 6th, 2021, right? Yeah. Or was it 2022? Uh, no. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, 2021. Because Trump left on uh, January, like, 20th. Yeah, the... Oh, yeah, because we're halfway through Biden's presidency. So, yeah. Oh, my God. It's been more than a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's a little sus. Oh, did you also see that they're in the new bill? They just hired like another like 87,000 or something IRS workers, which they claim are only going to be around to audit people who make a certain amount of money and up. Oh, yes, I did actually hear about that. I'm like, why do we need more people? Like, I don't know. You really think they're going to stick to just auditing people who make like $200,000 and above? I don't know. The IRS is notorious for targeting small people because the small people can't fight back. They don't have the money or right. the lawyers to fight the IRS. So why would they go against Walmart when they can go against Joe Schmo's little mom and pop shop who owes $40,000 in back taxes and it's easier to get that money and sue them than it is to sue Walmart mm-hmm. and their big lawyer. So I don't know. A lot of stuff going on here. Um, it'll be interesting because it's, I mean, the timeline is interesting. The, Big midterms are coming up 
um, Mm -hmm. in November. Um, The House is at stake here. Uh, The Democrats currently control the House. So could this be a switch? Like, that's for me, like, the most interesting part. Like, the events that lead up to the elections that could possibly cause a switch. That's when it's the most exciting. When the House flips to Democrat or the House flips to Republican. Because then, you know, it's like a big shift in the country. You know, like, there's big, like waves moving like i feel like in 2020 was the democrats run but now they got joe biden and like the moderates and the independents are like "Mm, maybe that was a mistake (laughs) that's what i'm hoping at least when you said the the house flip all i could think about was the big brother house when they're voting (laughs) it's like the house flipped (laughs) oh my god you would have loved this so michael one of the contestants this year um for his birthday all he wanted was a reenactment of keisha's birthday (laughs) Oh my god, what a king! And it was all them just sitting in a room, it was quiet, and um, uh, somebody brought in the cake and started singing happy birthday, and then someone said, who wants cake? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, true fan, true yeah. fan. So, well, that's all we got for Mr. Trump. Um, I don't know, hopefully he gets that figured out, because it's seeming a little uh, squirrely right now, and um, if he wants to run for president, I think he should get that those boxes of documents taken care of. Like, honestly, why would he even risk it? Like, why would you even take documents? I wouldn't touch that. Just shred it. I know. Shred it. What's in there? Like, what are you going to do? Hey, everybody, I have this piece of paper that proves that, um, you know, I don't know, Russia was in the election. I don't know. You know, (laughs) I have proof that Mm -hmm. um, back in the 1970s, like what kind of secret information could you possibly have? Well, I'm like, why even have a paper trail of it? Yeah, like, get a digital footprint or something, you know? Yeah, I'm just get rid of it. I don't yeah, know. Sh- but- like, did he, <laughs> can you not afford a shredder? My God, I just threw one out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Is it out on the curb? I got picked up uh, yesterday. Um, all right, so that's all we have on Trump. So, um, Megan, you want to take us to the next story? So, um, Olivia Newton-John died. <laughs> She was 73. <laughs> Why are you cackling? I don't know. You just like said it and you're like, okay, I guess move on. She died. She's, she's dead. <laughs> but yeah, she died. And at first when they said she died, yeah. like I knew who she was, but like I didn't know, like, I didn't know what she was in, honestly. <laughs> oh my God. So she was um, Sandy in... Greece with John Travolta and she was the woman that um did let's get physical. Oh. Physical. She was also in Xanadu. Do you, do you remember Xanadu. that? I like I kind of it was an 80s movie. I like kind of remember it. Yeah. But not really. But I feel like that was a movie my mom really liked. But um she was Australian. She's four-time Grammy award winner. Same. And she died at 73 of cancer. And, the boob, the boob um, cancer. She had, yeah, she had breast cancer, but um, she's like, she was an activist. She, um, her and her husband were together for a long time and had a healthy marriage. So she was like, I mean, she definitely wasn't like super like everyone was always talking about her like timeless. Like I don't know, yeah. but I mean, she seemed like a good woman. She like 
was pretty iconic. Well, sometimes, I read that she so. like publicly battled breast cancer since 1992. So I mean, that's pretty fucking crazy that she's been battling breast cancer that long to go into. What is that? That's 30 years. Yeah. Um, it says that she was first diagnosed in 1992, and then she um, uh, she had a uh, she got half her tits taken off. And she did chemotherapy, and then she was in remission until 2013 when it came back. And then she was fine for a few more years. And then back in 2017, it resurfaced. Um, apparently, she's a big advocate for cannabis. Uh, apparently, she was in so much pain from the chemo and just dealing with breast cancer in general that she fully came to a point where she was off of all pain medication, all morphine, all everything, and was only doing uh, cannabis drops. So she is a huge advocate for uh, cannabis, and she wants to, like, well, she wanted to. She wanted to break the stigma of, like, oh, smoking pot, like, back in the early 70s when people would just sit in fucking circles in their basement on the couch, like, smoking blunts. Yeah, getting stoned. Yeah. And she wanted to change the stigma to being like, um, it's like a miracle plant. It's, it cured my pain. I don't need morphine. I only use this plant to basically um, make me pain free. So, And it helps like I, when people have chemo and they're so nauseous they don't have an appetite. Yeah. And so they lose a bunch of weight and don't have, have even less energy. It helps them like have an appetite. Yeah. So, I mean, good for her. She really, I mean, she tried to change the face of cannabis. Um, ultimately what did it was she, uh, was diagnosed in 2017 with stage four breast cancer, which stage four, oh my God, which I feel like if you're getting, if you have cancer before, um, aren't you like going in for like regular checkups, like to confirm, like it's not coming back or whatever. Like how does it just all of a sudden come to stage four when she's finding out, you know, mm-hmm. um, I feel like they don't necessarily, I mean, they, I think they do that at first but i feel like once it doesn't come back they only like check you again if you have symptoms i don't know but it came back to stage four breast cancer um and it had metastasized is that the right word i think so metastasized 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 to the base of her spine so that might have been what really did her in Mm -hmm. um but yeah r.i.p i heard that john travolta is gutted uh, he really admired her, and yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm R.I.P. Is she survived by her husband? I don't know. Yeah, he's still alive. Oh, that's good. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> For him, I guess. I She's dead. He's alive. So that's the story on that. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> what a daylight. Uh, moving here. into our final story. So we don't have four stories today. Quickie episode. Um, is another actress. I don't know who this is. Her name is Anne Hatch. But I've been hearing her all over the news, all over the, um, the social medias. Um, she was recently uh, 30 feet deep into a house um, after she drove her car into a fucking home. Um, and I, 30 feet? I don't even think my house is 30 feet. Uh, yeah. She was going over 100 miles an hour in a 30 mile per hour neighborhood, uh, fucking full speed into a house bury that sucker 30 feet back into the home, set the car on fire, engulf the home in flames. The homeowner lost everything. She is also gutted. 
She uh, currently has a GoFundMe right now uh, to recoup all of her possessions. Uh, but I've seen all these articles and all these stories how this the homeowner is gutted because she lost all of her uh, prized possessions, sentimental stuff that you can't replace. Um, but yeah, this actress, her name is Anne Hatch. She is a Emmy-winning actress uh, for her starring role in a, a soap opera called Another World. I've never heard of it. Um, I yeah, I feel like I've heard of a lot of soap operas. Right. As the world turns, or just another just another world. world. Um, she also starred in an HBO series called Hung. H U N G. What a what a name for a HBO series. Yeah, is it about dongs? <laughs> I don't know what it's even about. I was thinking it was like about like the Asian. I don't know. Is, aren't there like Hung? Isn't it like a like a popular Asian last name Hung? Mm. Or maybe it's about a suicide. Maybe I don't know. Um, but she was in that, and I also read. So she is. She has made tabloid headlines back in the late 1990s for an affair that she had with comedian Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, yeah, I did see that when I just looked I her up. I did not know that. And that was around the time when Ellen came out publicly as a lesbian. Um, so uh, following that split with Ellen, she wed somebody by the name of Coleman LaFoon. Um, they later divorced, and then she spent some years later after in a relationship with the actor James Tupper. So she's bisexual, apparently, because she's going both ways here, marrying each one. <laughs> or I don't know what she did with Ellen, but um, he was apparently her co-star. Uh, but yeah, this bitch, she was going 100 miles an hour into this fucking house. There is ring camera footage. I recommend everybody look it up. We'll have it on Instagram, comment at pod. Um Ring doorbell <laughs> footage of her zooming, fucking zooming by, flying. Her car is screeching by. She's slamming on the brakes, and all you hear is the fucking crash into the house. You don't see it, but you can hear it on this ring door cam footage. Um, but she buried herself 30 feet back. Uh, she was able to communicate with a neighbor at the time when he ran over and was checking on her. At the time, she was able to communicate uh, but afterwards, she fell unconscious. She's currently in a coma. Um, and the reports early was that she was in stable condition. But now the reports are saying that she's not doing well. She's in a coma. coma and she's in critical uh, condition. Uh, but yeah, so this, what they're thinking is there was some misinformation that first came out. Um, so this was on last Friday. She does a podcast with somebody, and in that podcast that was released on Friday, they were saying how they were drinking vodka and, like, wine or something. So everybody was like, she just talked about how she was drinking vodka in a podcast, and then she got into a car accident. But reports came out and said that mm -hmm. that episode was recorded earlier in the days. I mean, yeah, what's the likelihood of that episode being recorded same day? Like, can you imagine, Megan? I, like, no. I can imagine that hustle. Um so that was false. She was not drinking vodka at the time. She might have, but we don't have the toxicology reports yet. So once those come back, we'll know like if she was mm -hmm. intoxicated or not. Um, but there's reports of her earlier in the day on Friday going into this hair salon, and this gentleman recounted to this uh, media outlet and said that she came in 
she was very sweet and she bought a red wig. Uh, and then later on in the day, she's going 100 miles an hour through this fucking little neighborhood. So they don't know what the hell's going on here until she wakes up. So was she was she wearing the wig <laughs> as she was driving? I wish I could see <laughs> that in the video, uh, but I did not see her wig flying out the out the window. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wigs, Wigs flying. Blue. So I don't know what's going on, Miss Anne. She must be going through something. Uh, yeah, she's going through the house. That's all I know at this point. But uh, <laughs> but we're going to wait and see her. I mean, follow follow the podcast. Uh, we'll, she'll be surely in an update episode uh, to see what's going on here and what we get back from the toxicology reports. All right. So we'll keep you guys we'll keep- updated with that. Yeah, let's, yeah let's park it. Park. Let's park the podcast like my car is parked at the Auto Body Shop. Mm-hmm, yeah, with Hugo. T- we'll get back to it uh, <laughs> next week. Make sure to follow us at Crime on Tap Pod on our Instagram, and you should definitely DM us about what you're loving, what you're mm-hmm. hating. Make sure to listen to us on Apple, Spotify, the other ones. Tell your friends, foes, hoes, bros, <laughs> n- whores. I don't know. <laughs> And we'll see you guys next time. Where crime, crime is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> <laughs> Yay!